Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. The tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. Kev, it's a new year. New Happy year. New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Same me. Uh, yep. No resolutions. Sticking. I've been a 4K for a few years, so we'll just stay there. Well, I feel like the past couple of years for me, I've started strong and then just nosedived. So it's good <laughs> to start a little chill this year. Yeah. We'll, uh, get the cycle different. You um, can't pull out of a nosedive immediately. You got to work your way up. <laughs> That's something I yeah. think is true about airplanes and also life. There you go. Um, we are here in the new year. And we're going to give you our 2024 predictions for the world of music, the world at large. (laughs) They're mainly music related. We don't do any uh, big social predictions. So we're going to give our 2024 predictions of the world of music. And before we do that, I wanted to take a look at our predictions from last year and see what we got wrong. And the couple things we did get right. Uh, It's yeah. And your first one, Kev, we talked about recently because uh, I was looking at Stereo Gum's list of 200 most anticipated albums of 2024, and number two, Frank Ocean. <laughs> yep. And you know what? And I'm you... going to address Frank Ocean uh, in my predictions okay. soon. Because um, your response to that in the Discord was the clown putting on makeup gif, which was very funny. I predicted he um, was going to have an album, right? Yeah, you yeah. predicted that his album would come out in 2023. Okay. Fair, you know. Yeah. I think you weren't the only one who thought no, that I might happen. A, but it was a strong prediction. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you were wrong there, unfortunately. Uh, my first prediction, I was also wrong. Because I said my top album is not on my radar. I specifically said, I mean, I know about Boy Genius and The National, but I don't know what else I'm going to like in 2023. Which is funny because I didn't really like that national album that much, mm-hmm. but Boy Genius was my number one. Yeah. So I was wrong because that was on my radar and it was my number one. Um, but your number three or your second prediction was Paramore's new album will make big waves, most I, successful album. I and, think um, that's the it case. was your number one. Yeah, it was my number one, and also on a lot of people's end of year list. Like that album yeah. was not only just critically, it was famous, a big one, like a big one. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take that. Hell yeah. Uh, so good. We got that one right. I was pretty much wrong on this one. I said there would be more drama and controversy around the Eras tour. Like something else would go wrong, like the Ticketmaster thing. That I think I was just pulling from a topical thing at the time because I'm like, yeah, I was more just pulling from topical things. And so that more or less came true in a way that was not great. So... I think overall uh, the tour went mostly okay, but there was a bad thing that did happen. So I was kind of right, but do I really want to be right? I don't. No. Um, you were wrong because you said that 1989 Taylor's version would come out before the Eras tour. Oh. Uh, yeah. So Man, you were close. That's close. It came out. Yeah. It just I, was yeah. after. That that um, album to me is so like summer centric. So like I. 
I feel like. Sh- Listen, yeah, I'm not gonna it would have it would have worked too, out, but yeah, I, I would have liked it a few months earlier. Come on. Um, and so then I was uh, following up on yours. I said, why don't we do the 1989 with the 1975? And that didn't happen either. I don't think they were on the uh, pre-release, but Matty Healy was at some shows. So there you go. Um, I guess I was, I mean, depends on how you look at this one, whether I was wrong or right. I said a new style or subgenre will explode in popularity. I was thinking like a hyper pop or... Mm-hmm like a uh you know trap or even like one of these things that really make i don't think that really happened i'm sure there was some subgenre that made some great strides that maybe we just don't know about but it happened out there somewhere but yeah not really majorly um culturally significant uh <laughs> you said that a tiktok star would release a number one song that is in pitched up double time yeah and Didn't so happen. Still hearing a ton well, of pitched up double time shit though. Yeah, and it, so it was undoubtedly a, a really big thing this year. I was finding in my research, I was like, on the TikTok charts, obviously it topped that. So I think you could say that it wasn't like Billboard Hot 100. Um, but my last one was fun because going off of the Kate Bush uh, running up that hill in Stranger Things, I said a song from at least 30 years ago will top the Billboard charts. And I was right because Linda Ronstadt, long, long time, thanks to The Last of Us, uh, topped like the a handful of Billboard charts. They have an article about how Linda Ronstadt's long, long time rules multiple Billboard charts thanks to The Last of Us. So well done. I love that. Yeah, I was like, hey, I was surprised that uh, it came true, and that was even older than Kate Bush. It was from 1970. Yeah, like that's like 40 years over 40 years. So. Uh, 54 Amazing. over 50 years yeah great stuff and then your last one kev this is really funny actually because you said in 2028 abba will have a number one song accompanied by the third mamma mia film so <laughs> we'll see so it's funny because I don't remember us talking about Mom and Me at all because I watched both movies this year because of a movie podcast and I fucking love them. So I um, haven't seen I will Here be We there. Go Again, but I do love. You the should original. watch it. It's great. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the first one's definitely better. But uh, ABBA had an album. <laughs> was it this year or oh. maybe it was the year before? They reunited and had an album. So it I thought was it was funny you had an ABBA prediction because that was kind of. You were kind of right on. That was three years ago. Good Lord. Was it really? Yeah. Wait, Voyager or whatever? Voyage was 2021. Oh, oh wow. I guess kind of three years ago. I mean, yeah, I mean, like it's barely three years ago. But. but yeah, I know, man. Time flies. Shows you. I think it's recent. It was three years ago. It was November so 2021. Go. So it's at least two. It's a little over two. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there you go. Those were our 2023 predictions, what we got wrong and right. And why don't we get into our 2024 predictions? Kev, you want to start us off? Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, My first two actually relate to predictions I made last year. Luke, we will both see an old and a new album released from Taylor Swift this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. An old and a new. We are obviously... An oldie and a newie. 
We're obviously going to get a Taylor's version. Like that's just going to keep happening until she's done. You probably yeah. got those. Reputation bit. was on the list of 200. Yeah. I think that's, that is an obvious. So I'm going to, I'm going to make sure my, my prediction is a little less easy to nail. I think we're getting a new album from nice. her this year, which might That'd be, be tough because she's still touring, but yeah. When did know. she make it? When? Tell me. Uh, planes, buses in, on the That's way, true. while she's stuck in traffic after the Chiefs game. There you go. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'll hit you with my first one. Uh, I just was seeing a lot of artists that I think are rising that are really great. I saw like uh, Cheek Face, which is a band I played on the pod that I feel like they've been really like gaining popularity and just doing great music. So. I'm hoping we get a big release from a rising artist or band uh, like a cheek face, uh, like a Wednesday, which uh, put out a great album this year. And I saw them top in some year end lists, uh, kind of a left field, a left field banger is what I'm uh, predicting. You're saying an up and coming band will release a good album. One that makes waves as to borrow some language from you. Okay. And okay. is probably in my top 10. Okay. There. I I was like, I think that might happen. Luke, but okay. A top 10 album from an up and comer. Yeah. Deal. That's a good, I didn't good get as specific with you. <laughs> I, well, listen, I, <laughs> as you did. I, I, I'm, I'm very vague, but it, like, I think that was like a guarantee. There's gotta be some chance of failure. Um, Luke, we will not see a Frank Ocean album this year. Wow. I You're calling your shot? I don't you might think get we're clowned see, again. I don't think think we're going to see a Frank Ocean album ever. Wow. I, I just think, think he's, he's done with music. You think he's... I was going to try and think of... I'm like, you think he's retired from music like Jay-Z, who immediately put an album out when he did that. It's hard to think of someone who actually did retire. You know what? Here, I'm going to modify mine. We will see an Outkast album before we see a Frank Ocean album. Wow. Um, By the way, I follow Big Boy on Instagram, or Best Song Ever does. He's posting some weird shit, man. <laughs> it was like some like horse head getting its teeth brushed. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's bored of that Andre. Yeah. Right. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that comes true. Um, I'm hoping we get a big surprise release from like a major artist, like a lemonade. When did, did Taylor do a surprise one recently? I don't think so. I feel like she did one at some point. But yeah, uh, I just feel like we haven't had a truly surprising surprise release in a yeah. while. There's maybe been some here or there. Um, so I'm hoping we are just floored by one of those this year. You know, it could be my next prediction. Okay. Um, I think that Kanye will drop his worst album ever. See, that was going to be here. I'm throwing this in as another prediction because okay. I considered saying that Kanye's album will either not come out. It will obviously get delayed. There's no way yeah. Kanye's album comes is, out. Is an album in the works? I didn't do any research on this. Okay. All I know is that Kyle, <laughs> my wife, 
kept singing something about it's your bestie miss westy because one of kanye's children is on the song and so that seemed to be getting kind of popular that he had released some song with uh his daughter i think it was north um Mm -hmm. and so yeah i'm it was funny because kyle's like you know kanye has a new album coming out and i go does he does he really yeah i don't think he does so yeah i i think he will i think he drops a new album and it's fucking terrible okay cool so we're on opposing sides i think it's gonna come out and be incredible no i'm just kidding (laughs) i uh you know I was a Kanye holdout for very long, but I've obviously not been with him for years now. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. So uh, we're on opposite sides. Either he'll release it and it'll be terrible, or he won't release it and it'll be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, I feel like this is setting it up for Kanye to release a great album, and we'll both be yeah. Wrong. We're gonna Which, eat if our so, words. So we both win, I guess. I kind yeah. of still sucks. Like not. Music aside, Kanye sucks. So I don't know that yes. I, I don't know how I'd feel if he put out an album that was like truly incredible. I think he was starting a fight with like Nicki Minaj too on Twitter. Oh or my something. god, Isn't Annie! Shit? Annie has been walking around the apartment singing Nicki Minaj all fucking week. I gotta, nice. I gotta, I gotta find this line. It's been the same line. Every time. High heels on my tippies. <laughs> Constantly. I was like, what are you saying? Um, so. Oh, it, here. I. This is a good prediction because speaking of Nicki Minaj, I've noticed this with her and that Boo Thing song, which like sampling is a is a like gr- huge part of hip hop. Like, oh, I love yeah. it. But I just feel like there's so many songs that are just completely coasting on using a good song. And they're not, maybe, I mean, I guess they're bringing their own thing to it, for sure. No, but I know what you're talking about. That Boo Thing song is really... (laughs) I'm kind of like, I think its success is mainly the original song. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so we'll probably get some more of those, for sure. Yeah. And maybe one that we really love, though. Yeah, this is for reason. Um... You or me. I got two left, and I think they're both great. You go. All right. With the success of Paramore, with the kind of, I think, more moderate, but yeah. still pretty good acclaim for Fallout Boy, we will see another one of my pop punk Mount Rushmore's release an album. We are finally oh. going to get a new My Chemical Romance album. Luke is, Luke is standing up and clapping. <laughs> and he's, I've knocked my chair over. He's knocked his chair over. He's now thrown oh, it oh. through his window and is charging into the night. <laughs> um, okay, I'm back. I, uh, I had a pretty rough night. Had to fight off some raccoons, but yeah. um, I'm back indoors now. And yeah, man, great, great prediction. Yeah, well, and they they had a tour that got delayed due to COVID. They released a, an album or a track in twenty twenty two. I I feel like this. Oh yeah, I did. This uh, yeah. feels like it could, could happen. It's time. Mm-hmm. Let's get return to the Black Parade. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Black Parade two Judgment Day.
Uh, okay, well, I'm uh, bringing back an oldie buddy goodie. You heard it from last year, but I'm saying it again because we're two for two. So let's go three for three. A song from at least 30 years ago will top the Billboard oh. charts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's great now because we've talked about before, just the appetite for uh, revisiting music, which I feel like was already there. But I feel like the appetite for it's even bigger. And then you get a needle drop in a TV show or something like that that can will set I, it off. So. Can I get a sub prediction? What sure. from? What does it? What does it? Yeah. What well, like what TV show or movie has the needle drop? Um, <laughs> let me think of a funny answer. Um, I don't know. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I I have. I have one that I is hope like wishful thinking because I want it to come out this year, but one that I actually feel pretty good about. Um, Severance could have a needle drop that would do. Oh, that'd be good. great. Although I don't House know that the Severance, Dragon. <laughs> yeah, House of the Dragon for sure. I don't know that, that Severance is a critical like viewing mass to make that happen because I think no, it's got to be like an HBO. It's show. maybe a cult favorite. Yeah. So why I think and I'm hearing hype about it. I'm excited for it to come out in a few weeks. It's going to be the new season of True Detective. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that was happening. Jodie Foster, we're fucking going to Alaska. Okay. Yeah. This sounds fun. I bet that could have something in it that'd be pretty good. But I, that's, that's, that's for funsies. I think you'll be right though. There'll be a a needle drop that'll, that'll do well for an old song. Well, we'll see. We might have an experience like I had today looking back and laughing. (laughs) Oh, man, you were dumb. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. But then like, oh, hey, you were right on. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll look back in 2025. We will know. Actually, this last prediction I have, we will know in just about a month. I believe (laughs) that during Usher's halftime performance during the Super Bowl, we will see Ludacris and Little John. I'd stand up and clap again, but I don't want to go through that. But that's a good one. Um, bonus, bonus prediction. Also, Pitbull. Oh, dude, that I have a fun thing on that. When we were watching the New Year's Eve at my friend's house, uh, the Flowrider comes out and is playing low, and I'm Classic. like, "Why is he playing Yeah by Usher? That's not even his song." <laughs> And they're like, this is not that. I'm like, oh, I thought it was, yeah. They sound similar. They came out at a similar time, time, you know. But I was just, like, so indignant about it. Mm -hmm. He's playing an Usher song. Oh, no. Uh, Because I feel like Usher, I'm going to say, I'm going to have a hot-ass take. Um, I feel like Usher's discography needs, like, one more mega hit to make a Super Bowl halftime show make sense. Like, are these your confessions that you don't think his <laughs> Super Bowl show is going to be that great? It's my Usher's album confessions. I just feel like, like he's got yeah, he's got DJ Fallen in Love, maybe Burn. Oh, what? what else? I think you're forgetting about. You remind me of a girl that I once knew. Okay, see your face yes. whenever. That's a great. But one. imagine, imagine. Pitbull comes out for DJ God is falling in love again, and then it goes into Fireball. Like that, that would that would be a big deal. The people would be excited. How does that song go? It's it <laughs> wouldn't no, be a big the, deal to me. <laughs> it, no, you know it. It's his like biggest song in the world. 
Oh, Mr. Worldwide? Mr. Worldwide. His Mr. biggest song, Worldwide? I, I'm sure I'd know. Yeah, you pulling it up? <laughs> um, Wait, I'm not going to be able to hear it. You're not going to be able to hear it. No, what if, what if Usher brings out Pitbull, and then Pitbull brings out Kesha, and they all play Timber? Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be fucking um, sick. Well, why don't we talk about our first song, and when we go to break, I'm also going to listen to Fireball by Pitbull just to see if I know it. We'll do our file... We'll do our first ever fireball break. Mid yes. Mid, <laughs> in, in between mid song songs. segments. <laughs> okay. Well, meet us back here for that. All right. Well, I'm going to start us off. My song today is a sun-soaked, nostalgic, jangly jam. Ooh. And uh, yeah, this comes from a duo out of New York and they're brothers. Uh, this is the Lemon Twigs. You may have seen them or heard of them, Kev. They've been putting out albums for a while. You, They're very recognizable. They've got almost like, it's like the Beatles mop top. I almost thought like Yardbird's hair. It's like that classic okay. 70s, uh, like long, but with bangs. They look yeah. great. And they just look like transplanted from another time. And oh, yeah. that's what their music sounds like too. I'd liken them to like a Foxygen or a drug dealer that, really channels these nostalgic sounds and a variety of them from song to song. Uh, and so a very unique style uh, with this almost referencing the past. And they just put out a great album last year called Everything Harmony. This was an 11th hour ad to my big best of 2023 albums, which I'm going to move that over. So by the time you're hearing this, if you look on best song ever's uh, Spotify playlist, I have a hundred plus uh, best albums of 2023. So uh, wow. yeah, there's a song from every uh, album. And so lemon twigs are on there. They had Fantano's most listened to song. Like that's an honor. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The song any time of day, which is I listened to and it's some like Loggins doobie brother esque soft rock that, uh, I feel like, yeah, it's definitely up your alley. And the song we're going to hear today is a very like jangly, folky, show you a different side of their sound. And it's called My Golden Years. Uh, as the brothers describe it, My Golden Years is a power pop anthem about making every minute count and living up to your potential. They continue joking. In that sense, I think people like Mark Ruffalo or people who hike might like the song or it could be good while you're working out. But yeah, it is a great like Sunday morning, uh, getting your coffee type uh, album, like great chill vibes. Uh, and so that's what they bring on this song as well. So let's take a listen to the Lemon Twigs with My Golden Years.
Luke, I'd like to bestow this song with one of the highest honors I can give it. Um, of course, a hot tickety dog, but also, yes. congratulations. Uh, you should have been featured is, as a song by the Oneaters in That Thing You Do. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. That's for sure. got great vibes <laughs> for a fake band in a movie. Uh, but yeah. they're a real band. Oh, no, and, those songs are catchy as hell. Oh, yeah, no, I like that's. I say like fake band, but those songs are amazing, and so is this, and it gave me those vibes. Um, hey, we can give them this pull quote: "The lemon twigs are the modern day oneaters, or the yes. real life oneaters." <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that's that's super great. I love it. I like that the first half of it was really buttoned up, and then it kind of like let lets loose in the second yeah. half and does a little more. Um, I mean, that's something you wouldn't have have seen or heard, I guess in an older song that's in like this style right like it would have been just like verse chorus verse chorus bridge done right uh so so it it was i really liked it like that was that was awesome yeah and like their songwriting their chord structure is always really interesting like the album starts with a very like somber but beautiful like folk song and then you get other ones like i said more soft rock you get some like these that are jangly and catchy so really love their sound and uh i should have given their last album more attention so their next one i'm gonna have my eyes peeled looking out for it Keep so stay tuned exactly uh so that was the lemon twigs with my golden years out now via captured tracks all right luke i'm really excited about this let's revisit pitbull's fireball <laughs> okay so um i play it and i'm like okay yeah this sounds familiar and then i was like oh is this the one that's like exactly and then it is yes yeah but isn't that an older song that i yeah, think we I might think have a Nicki prob- minaj everybody situation probably has newer music i'm just saying like if you supplement an Usher set with Pitbull and throw a Pitbull song in there, it's probably yeah. gonna hit. Like it, that'll elevate it like up the ranks. Like we're not gonna be Prince, For sure. we're not gonna be Michael Jackson, but like you could like beat Katy Perry, Left Shark. I don't know. Fuck Left Shark is so good. We'll see. <laughs> mm, what if you can beat the Weekend, Luke? I don't know if you followed the saga last week of the pop tart bowl definitely um, not <laughs> yeah no here's the thing you should have because we saw life created and taken away in the form of a sentient mascot that was in fact eaten on live tv oh my god um so if if like usher wants to get shit wild bring back the pop tart Okay. He was getting left shark comparisons. Is this a Mr. Peanut situation kind of? No, they it, kill was, this? it was simply that the Pop-Tart Bowl, the college football game, uh, announced they would have the first ever edible mascot. And oh, they had like a so it wasn't like guy. a bread bowl made no, of Pop-Tart. That's it was a guy in a Pop-Tart costume. <laughs> and at the end of the game, he descended into a, into a toaster with a sign that says, Dreams do come true. And then a, an edible, a giant edible pop tart emerged from the bottom. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, that's quite gruesome. 
But it sounds like they are spinning the lore that he wanted to die. Yeah, so. no, a Pop-Tart's dream, <laughs> I've learned this, a Pop-Tart's yeah. dream is to be toasted and eaten. And in, in saying it was gruesome, Luke, I cannot wait to send you a photo of it because it's so much <laughs> worse than you can imagine. Okay, I need to see this. All right, but yeah, that was our first ever best song ever fireball break. I do know the song. Uh, it's uh, number seven last. for him on Spotify. But he's got a couple billion song, billion stream yeah. songs. He's Mr. Worldwide. I he's mean, Mr. what do you expect? He's not joking around. Um, Luke, I'm here with Chicago's yeah. own Frico. Um, the the debut album from this group is coming out just next month had the pleasure to hear it it's great um it's poetic it's explosive and just like subliminally raw in feeling Ooh. it's called where we've been where we go from here and it brings this this visceral intensity to like really anthemic and like heart on sleeve ballads which have created this like outlet for these unwieldy emotions that we see off like so often in music right um, with the release of Where We've Been, Where We Go From Here, Frico is hoping that their music's emotional potency might have a galvanizing impact on their audience. Vocalist and guitarist Nico Capitan had this to say, One of the main things we want to do as a band is talk about what's happening right now and everything we're feeling, with an honesty and directness that gets through to people. I hope that our music helps everyone feel more deeply, but in a way that goes just beyond reacting to the song. I want people to pick it up so they can actually go out and do something with whatever they're feeling. Which, I mean, is a huge part of music, right? It's like, it's not just hearing it, but taking it with you. Yeah. Um, and like, that, yeah, the most powerful songs do that. Certainly. On the track I'll be playing today, Frico dive deeper into the album-wide theme that, quote, Wanting better for yourself and the people around you, but wondering how can you possibly do that with the world we live in? Yeah, that's uh, a powerful idea. What's really cool in the song is it channels both like despair and glory in its choir-like vocals, uh, which wasn't intentional for the record, but they just were in the studio and producers Scott Tellerita and Jack Henry, along with several of their close friends, just started like joined the band and started singing and it happened just naturally and they decided to keep it why don't we give a listen to Frico with crashing through
Uh, yeah, Lukey Likey. That song ruled. I uh, loved the chaotic rock like intro, and which comes back later. Um, and then yeah, like some interesting lyrics. The theme you were talking about. Uh, I loved the chorus. The lyrics in the chorus to, yeah. about. Um, I haven't said what I meant to say. Haven't done what I mean to do. Because every coward looks away from all the light crashing through. Uh, and I, I feel like it's great. Those. It, it kind of captures really well those anxieties, like midlife crisis. Like I haven't done what I want to do in life. I haven't said I'm putting things off and I'm waiting. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's a super interesting, but then you talked about the idea of like the world's, the times we live in can be kind of trying to have that hope and to find that motivation. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, it is kind of one of those twisted things of like, you're like, I'm trying to find something positive and all this negative, but I feel like that's the, they coexist often and you need, that's life, you know, you need them both. And, uh, it, it's actually the way it goes is you're finding this joy amidst all that hard stuff. Nevertheless, do you persist? Yes. That was Frico with crashing through off of where we've been, where we go from here. That's going to be out February 16th via ATO. Hell yeah. Got a new band that I can look out for some new stuff from. It's their debut. Like, it's very exciting. Hell yeah. Getting in on the ground floor. Yeah. All right. Well, normally we would talk about the music we're excited for coming out this new Music Friday. Not a ton coming out yet. Releases are kind of slow. But if we uh, find anything good on Friday, we'll put it in our Best Song Ever Discord channel. So go uh, join that so you can see our recommendations. But we are going to talk about some albums we've been loving as we go to Touts. Touts. Yeah, I feel like I'm always due to find an album that I really enjoy the the second we publish our year list. Yes. <laughs> like, that's just... but. It's good because this year I've been trying to like let it go a little and like just listen. Even though we're in 2024, I'm still checking out some 2023 yeah, stuff. So. Same. I I I'm yeah. just like whatever. I'll, I'll listen to whatever I'd like. Yeah. Um, Not cut it off so hard. <laughs> yeah. So here are two albums that did come out last year that I have been enjoying this week. Uh, Utopian by Liza Ann. It's kind of like a cool poppy rock album. Uh, I was unfamiliar with her, but this uh, cheerleader, the first song, is like really catchy and, and kind of stuck in my head. As well as Sorry Like You Mean It by Honeymoon, all caps. Uh, had not heard of them. I think they're like from South Africa. Um, and Ooh. it's kind of a poppy, electronic, synthy uh, thing. The, the first track on that, Pick Up, Don't Pick Up, also a really fun track. So go... Listen to those albums for five minutes each, and then pick a pick a direction you want to go in, and you'll find one you like. All right. Well, I got a couple here. First up, The Lemon Twigs with Everything Harmony. You got Fantano's most listened to song on there. It can't go wrong. So I've been, uh, that's been one of the 2023 albums that I've been going back and revisiting and been very much enjoying it. Uh, I've also... Uh, because I made a playlist of like albums that were ranked number one uh, mm. by different places. So I have a couple. Uh, one I listened to and kind of forgot about 
That was Anoni and the Johnsons. And that Anoni was the singer of Hercules and Love Affair back in the day. Oh, yeah. And this was like almost like a jazzy. Uh, it was very interesting. I don't even know how to describe it, but it was one that's like maybe challenging at times, but like really like you got to work for it. They all like build into these really great songs. Uh, then been listening to a great hip hop release uh, that I missed Gunna with gift and a curse. And he came up as kind of like a young thug protege. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, it's a style that we've heard done a lot in hip hop recently, but I feel like I really like the way he does it. Very melodic uh, sort of like sing speaking. Um, really enjoy it. So check that out. So that's going to do it for us this week. We got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff there. If you uh, live in Michigan, go see a show there. You can take improv classes. A whole lot of great stuff going on there. And then offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Our top 10 lists are up there. You can see our favorite albums of the year as well as great interviews and columns. Check it out. And then you can follow us on social media at best song ever pod you can follow me at indie darling music oh i have an album coming out next friday and you know what lemon twigs were talking about making the most of every day living up to your potential i've got some songs that deal with those themes as well so uh you can find me at indie darling music check that out and you can find kev at minty fresh kevin And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Well, it's the best song ever. Another podcast better. Jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.